I'm always surprised how short this is. Do you like the bells? Hello and welcome to the Plants and Pipettes Advent Calendar where we are talking each day about a different plant or plant-related thingy that is also somehow related to the Christmas holiday period. And today we're on to day 16 and I think uh, you might have been able to tell from day 15 that at this stage we're slightly grasping, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> for ideas. No. Okay, I stand by my decision to write about this, which is Volvox. Um... If have you heard of Volvox Yarm? Yeah, I heard of this. Um mostly in like lists of of genomes when when I was researching, you would always like you take something whatever you're interested in and then you want to compare it to other things that might be similar or different and you want to figure out is that gene or is that protein in all of these other organisms and then you always compile a list with like these Latin names that you put pull up from a database and I would always pull up Volvox and it took me a while mm -hmm. to realize what I'm actually pulling up there it's together with like Glycine Max for example which sounds like a cool I don't know action hero name but it's actually Body just builder. yeah it's just like soybean um, uh, and lots of other things like that and to me Volvox was always in that category yeah, so, so the list of names that you're pulling up are all of these different sort of plant and plant-related species. And the reason those names are coming up instead of other names is because those are kind of the model plant species, right? They're, they're the yeah. things that are commonly studied in the field. And I think by, by our generation of science, they're the things that had been sequenced, so they'd have had their genome sequenced. So Volvox belongs in this group because it's not a plant, it's actually an algae, but it's a model organism for algae that had its genome sequenced quite early on, so in 2010, which is, you know, it's already 10 years ago now. And if you think that the first plant genome that got sequenced was Arabidopsis, human genome also sequenced at the same time around 2000, 2010 is pretty early to have your, your genome sequenced. And I think that says something about the importance of Volvox in the field. I've, I've personally never worked with it. I think um, I've never worked with any algae though. And Yoram, you've worked with algae, right? But mm -hmm. only Chlamydomonas? Yes, only Chlamydomonas. No, I had like some weird strains of Chlamydomonas, but it was always just Chlamydomonas. None of like, we had colleagues who were with like red algae and all other like weirdos that were sometimes like super slow to grow or super hard to work with. Sometimes much easier in other respects. So, uh, but mm -hmm. I was always just clammy. Yeah, so I think like if you're talking molecular plant biology or you know plant related biology, clammy is the the model organism for algae. It's not an algae as you might think of like beautiful green strands of kelp swimming in the ocean. It's sort of a single celled organism. It's got like two little antennary things it can swim around and it can mate, but it is just one cell chlamydomonas. And that's that's the go-to guy for most people in the field. Volvox is a little bit different, I would say, because it's a step up from Chlamydomonas. It's definitely less popular to study. It's it's less of a model organism, so it's stepped down as far as popularity, but it can do some things that Chlamydomonas cannot do. And that's that it can form spherical colonies. They're called conobia. Mm -hmm. And they the colonies include thousands of somatic cells plus... 10 or so sort of bigger reproductive cells. And this is what makes it special and sort of another stage up from clammy because clammy is just a single cell. And now we've got sort of a, a an organism or maybe a colony. It's, you know, a bit hard to differentiate. It's kind of 
which has two two different cell types. So Volvox is really important for us to understand how we go from being single cell organisms to more complex organisms that have multiple different types of cells. And that's obviously like really important. You know, humans, we've got like hair cells and blood cells and cells for our heart and cells for our eye, you know, cellular differentiation is the the key to becoming a complex organism so this is a really cool starting point to understand Mm -hmm. how that can happen yeah it's sort of this gray area between like single-celled organisms that only do their stuff on their own Mm -hmm. and multicellular organisms that require all these cells and the individual cells if you take them out of the organism they can't survive anymore on their own Um, and they are sort of somewhere in between that where if you like separate these colonies that can regrow into again into colonies like the individual cells can survive on their own but they have like a selection like they do better together uh and then start to to differentiate yeah it's really really cool and so volvox has these sort of two it can reproduce sexually and also asexually which i guess is the same thing for chlamydomonas right yeah, Yoram? yeah sometimes yeah. clammy doesn't want to mate in the lab and you have to sort of you know, <laughs> yeah. sing it it's, a whole, it's a whole protocol. Like you have to get them yeah. in the mood, and they have to like prepare them, and then they stay in the mood only for a while, and they have to like mix them in the right con- like um, like conform like what is it? configuration, and then they can actually mate, and then they can actually sexually reproduce, which you sometimes want. Sometimes you want that for like to cross in or cross out certain things, mm-hmm. but most of the time we just deal with them like growing asexually, Mixing which is just up. like do cell division, and then you have more of them. They're basically the giant pandas of the molecular biology <laughs> plant world. Um, except I like that, you know, you said you've got to set up the right environment, but but I think to, to get clammy to mate, you basically just stress them out, don't you? You just yeah. like make them really anxious and then they start humping to, yeah, you know, save their so. line. I think you remove new, or maybe you add nutrients or you remove nutrients. Yeah, or- yeah, you have to like, you have to change your growth medium in a certain way, but I, I never did it myself because I never, rec- like it was never necessary for my work. So I don't know exactly, but yeah, it's something about like you like restrict access to some nutrient and then they stay become sort of sexually activated that they can actually mate then and then you have like mating types and then only certain combinations can actually mate and then you have to sort of figure that out and then put them together and then they can actually mate and create new offspring (laughs) so yeah it's it's complicated. I think it's that's our <laughs> our relationship with Clammy and Clammy's relationship with other Clammy sometimes. Um, Volvox can also go through both sexual and asexual reproduction. So like again, if you get it in the right mood, if you make the right things happen, it will go through a sexual cycle where you can mix a sexual male with V chromosomes with a sexual female, which have U chromosomes, and then you get these like production of like kind of spore particles that then like develop and go through meiosis and eventually become an adult again but it can also go through this cycle of asexual reproduction and this is kind of what we mentioned a little bit before we have this colony with all these somatic cells and just a few quite large chunky gamete cells and this is where we circle back to why volvox has absolutely anything to do with christmas (laughs) (laughs) because it really doesn't it really really doesn't but (laughs) I defy you all to go and look at a picture of Volvox. Um, you've got to, you've got to look at the one that's got you know the little imagine a spherical, quite clear mass, and then inside some darker green spots. 
go look at the pictures. I'm sorry. I know this is not a visual po- uh, medium. I always get into this trap. But to me, <laughs> it looks like a perfect Christmas bauble, a glass mm. one that you would hang on yeah. your tree. Yeah, no, it really does because it has like these small, delicate green points. And then you have like the large um, sexual reproduction cells in there, like these large blobs of green. But they're also like spherical and quite perfect. And you have them arranged. And then if you think like whatever you see in microscopy, you're sort of just looking at a flat image of a three-dimensional structure. So if you would Mm -hmm. like visualize them in 3D, they would really just be this like perfect Christmas bowl floating in the in the growth medium um you would just have to like attach like a little string to it and hang it up in the christmas tree and they would look perfect in that uh so yeah i think just visually they absolutely fit the theme of christmas (laughs) i mean obviously you're has to say that because he's on my team um but if you don't believe me (laughs) actually obligated to just say that yeah yeah if you don't believe us us together as a team um saying that go and check out the blog post there's also a long section at the front where I'm talking about the sound of music I <laughs> I reread this t- two years after writing it and I have no freaking idea what I'm talking about I, I didn't understand why I was going there <laughs> it was obviously in my mind um, I think I was visiting Australia at the time so maybe I heard regress to childhood upon entering my parents home and there was something <laughs> something going on some sort of mental stimulation happening there that was anyway read about that more importantly go and look at beautiful pictures of Volvox Carteri on the internet because it's pretty and you know it's Christmas and if if we can't just stare blankly at pretty things at Christmas when can we so do it that was day uh, 16 of our advent calendar Tomorrow, we have a new one for you. Goodbye.